Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Well, I guess there's a first time for everything, and I don't know if I've ever been so dehydrated in my entire life, but here we are. Happy Monday, everybody, and guess what? Football season is here. Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. For the first time in 11 years, I am not at the Big Sky Kickoff Media Days. Andrew Houghton, though, is. So sort of a new formula here. Several different reasons uh, that I stand before you here today in the ESPN MT studio, and I'm not uh, there in Spokane. Uh, first of all, uh, solemn note, but I, I got—I just got to acknowledge it. I don't want to talk about it too much because I, I know I'll get emotional, but today's the 10th anniversary of my dad passing away. And uh, so I wanted to spend the, the morning with my mom and then my afternoon with you guys and I also knew that Andrew was going to do a great job covering stuff from over there uh, in Spokane. So I got to do exactly what I just said. I went on a beautiful hike with my uh, family this morning and uh, actually came in here early, did some Big Sky Conference kickoff interviews, drove down to Kootenai Creek down there and uh, right outside Stevensville, hiked, had some lunch, came back in and got a jam-packed radio show ready for you. That's the personal side of it. Uh, but on the uh, professional side, also, Andrew's just doing such a great job for us that I figured that the show would actually be even better for all of you if I'm here in the studio and he is our correspondent on the ground there in Spokane. So that's what we're going to do today. Andrew Houghton's going to give us the scoop uh, from the Big Sky Conference kickoff uh, live from Spokane here in just a couple minutes. He'll also join us to start uh, hour number two. And in between, we got a whole bunch, and I mean a whole bunch of sound bites for you. 
uh, coming out of the kickoff from today. The preseason polls are out. The preseason All-Big Sky football teams are out. So we got sound bites from Bobby Houck, uh, Montana head coach. We got sound bites from Brent Vegan, Montana State's head coach. We got sound bites from Jason Eck, the head coach of the University of Idaho. We'll also hear from Trajan Cotton, who's a senior defensive back for the Montana Grizzlies. And uh, we'll also hear from Nolan Askelson. He's a senior linebacker for the Montana State Bobcats. So ton of great guests, all football all the time here. We'll have the Montana Football Hour. We'll have our Brawl of the Wild by the Mile. We'll have a Big Sky Spotlight. I can't believe it's already here football season upon us and uh, thanks so much for helping us get football season kicked off with a sort of multi-market big sky kickoff here uh, on Nuanas now also got to th- say thanks to my guy Tommy he's on the other side of the glass because Anders in Spokane that means Tommy uh, gets to steer the ship today and I-, I told him right before we went on the air I said uh, congratulations thanks for producing the show you get to produce one of the most challenging shows we got because we have so many different sound bites and moving parts and phone calls and stuff but Ah, full trust to my man behind the glass. Tommy, you said you got a bombshell for us. I don't know. You said you got the biggest news ever. What's going on? So, okay, so it's been a while since I have worked on this show. That's right. And walking back into this room, I realize you have taken this show off the rails. <laughs> I don't know what goes on here anymore. Do you still do the segment called The Best Thing in the World Today? <laughs> no. Or is that just old? That's just old. Okay, we'll tell you what. We're bringing it back today. <laughs> okay, great. Best thing in the world today. Tommy Evans, let's go. The best thing in the world today. Now listen, I don't think that you do, but a lot of people play Pokemon Go. <laughs> It's this incredibly fun game. You you go walk all around town, and real-life landmarks in your city, town, community, whatever, are little, they call them pokey stops. And you can spin the little icon, and you get freebies. You get lives, you get pokey balls to go catch Pikachu, whatever. Coulter, do you want to know what was added to the worldwide Pokemon Go map today? Please tell me. Missoula Broadcasting <laughs> Company studios. Whoa, so people could like come catch Pokemon over here. Is that that's how this all is I've going? been doing? My phone's at two percent because I'm sitting here all day just spamming the game. I mean, this is effectively a real life cheat code. You go here and you you click, you get this nice little picture of our satellite dish. Watch this. There we go. I just got some Pokeballs, Coulter. This is the best thing that's ever happened. It's the best thing in the world today. We certainly that's the best in the world today. Yes, from our good friends Tommy Evans. We certainly know that we're living in the fifth dimension right now if Tommy says the show's gone off the rails we got to bring it back on the rails by playing some Pokemon here at Missoula Broadcasting (laughs) Company. It's a beautiful thing. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. If you want to stream the show, you always can. 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live and you'll find the stream. You can also uh, always stream the show on the ESPN MT app. Download it and uh, watch the show live or archived anytime, anywhere. And if you want to be a part of the show, you got questions, comments, talking points when it comes to Big Sky Conference football or otherwise, you can call us or text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Best of the weekend, man, what a weekend I had. We haven't been on since Wednesday. I played in the member guest tournament at the Country Club. Uh, We played phenomenally well on Thursday and Friday. I was so proud of us. And then we absolutely fell apart on Saturday, and I was so disappointed. But that's golf, and it's just so fun to be in serious competition uh, at an elevated age like mine. You know, you can't really go play football when you're 36 years old. You can go play golf, though, and you can certainly compete in a real uh, live competition setting. So that was really, really fun time. That's why I say I'm so dehydrated. 
It was, I don't know if you noticed, so hot the last four days. So I was in the sun for pretty much 12. These rounds were brutally long. So I was in the sun from morning till evening. I know, poor me, golfing all day, every day for four days in a row. But it was it was an awesome time. Really, really, really had a great time. And appreciate you guys for letting me take a few days off. Last night then, after playing a little makeup round early on at Canyon River, our great friends out there at Canyon River, I rolled to the Incubus concert and I got to hang out with very many of my best friends, uh, lifelong friends, guys that I've been friends with since, in a lot of cases, I mean, guys I've been friends with since I was six years old. So it's it's always a reunion. But for, for whatever reason, the two bands that bring myself and all my friends together are Pearl Jam and Incubus. And I've had a couple of the great nights of my life uh, watching those two bands in concert and hanging out with all my friends. And I just couldn't help but think to myself, just how lucky and blessed we are, man. I know that, that you know, most luck is made, most luck is earned, and uh, but there is certain things that you just can't really help sometimes, and I just feel so fortunate to have been raised in Montana and get to be in Montana still and have so many great friends around me and to live in this wonderful city, Missoula, Montana, and, and you know, to get to do truly what I wanted to do since I was a little kid for a living and be able to make a living at it, it's just... It's too good, man. And, uh, I, you know, so I just was filled with so much gratitude after hanging out with all my friends uh, over the weekend. First time in a long time I missed the Big Sky Conference kickoff, but we sent one of our correspondents and our producer here at ESPN Radio and uh, contributing writer at Skyline Sports, uh, Andrew Houghton, we sent him over to Spokane. Uh, Brawl of the Wild by the Mile. Brawl of the Wild by the Mile. Excuse me. That is a, uh, that's a tongue twister. Brawl of the Wild by the Mile is our ongoing promotion with Town Pump. They are so kind to help keep us fueled up. So they got Andrew over to Spokane. They'll be keeping us uh, rolling all the way around the Big Sky Conference. We've got several different trips planned this year. i give you a hint. We're definitely going to Moscow once. We might be going to Moscow twice. Certainly going to Bozeman a bunch of times. Missoula, for sure. Ogden once. Maybe Sacramento. Maybe Davis. Definitely Portland. So it's going to be a huge... Uh, football season for us, and we couldn't do it without Town Pump. We'll be giving you first looks on the upcoming football opponents for both Montana and Montana State early in the week, all the way through the end of December. And then each Wednesday, we're going to give you an opportunity to stay fueled up with Town Pump. We're going to give you an opportunity to win a $50 gift card uh, to Town Pump. So appreciate Town Pump. Brawl of the Wild by the Mile back for another year. Let's dive into now then some football talk. The Montana Football Hour here on Nuan is now presented by Blackfoot Communications. And we go to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in. Andrew Houghton, he's a producer here, as well as a contributing writer at Skyline. Andrew, thanks for joining us, man. First of all, you got to give us the lowdown. I was cracking up at your texts last night. I was hanging out with our great friend Ryan Tutel. He, he came to the concert with me and... Uh, he was asking where you were at, and I was like, oh, well, you're in Spokane. And then you started texting us about the Northern Quest Casino. I think Andrew's first text actually said, this casino is literally unbelievable. How does something like this possibly even exist? Give us the lay of the land. What's it like out there in Northern Quest? It was pretty stunning, Coulter. I, uh, I wasn't sure where this place was. <laughs> And it took me, honestly, longer to find a parking spot and get inside the casino and find where I was supposed to be than it did to drive out there from downtown Spokane. It was, uh, man, just the acres of acres of parking lots and the, the completely full. It was, it was wild. I mean, and it's just out in the middle of nowhere there outside of Spokane. 
it's really it really is just like a latter day monument. <laughs> it certainly is, uh, but it's also a cool place. There's some great restaurants in there, and of course, if you are. Uh, into the gambling, certainly opportunities for that as well. I've had some some great times at the Northern Quest Casino. Usually our home base whenever we're going out there to cover uh, Eastern Washington or or any other Big Sky Conference action uh, in the region. W- what did you think of in the venue for this this kickoff? Then was it distinctly different than the Davenport or, or other hotels we've been at? Or what did you think of just sort of the the ability for this to host the kickoff? Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to actually hosting the kickoff. Uh, one hotel ballroom is, is pretty much the same as the other. I mean, it was exactly the same as Davenport. You got your carpeted yeah. room. You got tables all around the outside. You got the, the conferences, TV set. It, it was basically exactly the same. It was just uh, surreal to walk out of the room that the kickoff was being held in, and you're you're on the casino floor, essentially, and everybody's playing slots at 10 a.m. on a Monday. <laughs> Tom, Tommy's Jonesed. Uh, Tommy and I uh, used to go to the NAB concert down in Vegas for. We went a couple times, but then haven't gone back. And uh, I haven't had to, Coulter. Uh, I've been rich. <laughs> Tommy, I've been loaded, man. Tommy hit the jackpot not once but twice, back to back, and then lost his money. Not lost it in the machine. He lost the whole wallet. The wallet was gone. We're going to Penn and Teller. He's like, I'll treat you. I'll buy tickets. I just won the jackpot. I'm like, great. Let's go see some Penn and Teller. Oh my gosh, I don't have my wallet. What are we going to do? I'm like, I don't have any money. You have all the money. You won all the money. <laughs> I left thousands of dollars sitting on a toilet paper holder in downtown Vegas. It was just incredible. The best part of the story is he went back and found it. It's not even possible that you were able to do that, but, <laughs> but you did. Uh, Andrew Houghton joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. It's our Montana Football Hour presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications, the official digital sponsor of Grizzly Athletics and Montana State Sports. Appreciate Blackfoot for all they do for us and for keeping uh, athletics vibrant around the uh, state of Montana. Visit goblackfoot.com to see how Blackfoot can help you and your small business. Andrew, one of the most, you know, this this Big Sky kickoff is, it's it's so interesting because a lot of times it's not interesting <laughs> in terms of what the people say because it is sort of this, you know, it's this hotel lobby or this hotel convention room, I should say, where all these uh, coaches and players are doing rapid-fire interviews with dozens of media members that are there. If you don't get the subject that you're talking to first, chances are half the questions that you're going to ask them, they've already been answered. That said, I find it so interesting to watch just the the non-interview parts of this. What The confidence level of people walking around, the players interacting with each other and sort of seeing, oh, wow, that guy at Weber State, even though he wears a different jersey than I do, if I'm a Grizz or a Cat or whatever, it's a pretty shared experience. We're all sort of going through this same thing that's this awesome challenge and this, you know, this great game that everybody loves. So what was sort of the vibe, Andrew, just in terms of the coaches and the players when they didn't have a microphone in their face? I thought it was pretty much the, the same as usual. I thought that um, it was it was very laid back. I thought that you know, Jason Eck at Idaho was, was one of the guys who was setting the tone for the room, and he's just fun-loving and, and laid back and easygoing. And, um, I mean, the Idaho guys were the, the stars of the show. They were the ones that everybody wanted to talk to this year. And so I thought that uh, that atmosphere and that attitude carried over to, to a bunch of different, um, to everybody else. 
No one is now ESPN Radio. Thanks for tuning in here uh, on this Monday. Andrew Houghton, Kevin, to us live from Spokane. Got some uh, interviews from the Big Sky kickoff coming up. Appreciate Andrew for collecting those. We'll hear from Bobby Houck of the Montana Grizzlies, as well as Trajan Cotton. We'll also hear from Brent Vegan of the Montana State Bobcats, along with Nolan Askelson, senior linebacker there for MSU. And we'll also hear from Jason Eck as well. All that stuff coming up uh, both here in the Montana Football Hour and during hour number two as well. Uh, so stay tuned for all of that. Was there anything, Andrew, that, that surprised you or stuck out? Was there any you know, sort of signature moment during your day? Or I mean, I know this is a lot of a lot of times from the reporter's perspective, this is very chaotic. It's, so I really appreciate you for being over there and doing it. But was there any any moment or any, anything you, you learned that you were like, oh, wow, that, that's something I hadn't thought of yet? No, I'll tell you what I really enjoyed. A couple of the interviews that I really enjoyed um, that I think were probably just a checklist for a lot of people were the, the Northern Colorado guys. And, of course, you know Ed Lamb really well from when he used to be in the conference with Southern Utah, and he came back on um, with us when he got hired back at Northern Colorado. Um, but I also really enjoyed talking to, to David Hogue, the linebacker there at Northern Colorado, and Jacob Sermon, who it looks like is, is going to be the starting quarterback for the Bears this year, just two older guys, guys who have been through a lot in their careers, um, guys who have a little a little bit of earned perspective, and I, I really enjoyed those interviews. Sermon, Jacob Sermon, actually has some ties to Missoula. His father, David Sermon, was a linebacker for the 1995 Grizz National Championship team. Uh, Jacob Sermon has a variety of relatives that have played uh, in the Big Sky Conference. He had a couple uncles that played in the Big Sky. One played at Idaho. Uh, he has a cousin in Cy Sermon that uh, played for the Grizzlies. Uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of Sermons here in Missoula. Um, Camden Sermon, the, the great quarterback for the Missoula Sentinel team that won the state championship a couple years ago. He's now at the University of Washington. Uh, so there's a lot of Sermon ties in this town. I mean, Danny Sermon uh, at Missoula Sentinel is going to be one of the top uh, prospects in the Big Sky Cowards. He's got offers for both the Cats and the Grizz already and uh, should be one of the best tight ends and defensive linemen in the state. Uh, and I heard from Marty Mornenweg that Danny's younger brother is also coming up there in Missoula. Oh, there you go. So you have a ton of sermons around this area. But Jacob's sermon is such an interesting deal because once upon a time, I mean, this guy was an elite 11 quarterback that was, you know, a, a four or five star recruit, a top 150 player in the country. He went to the University of Washington, and a lot of people thought he was going to be the future of the Huskies. It didn't work out. He ends up transferring to Central Michigan to play for Jim McElwain. Doesn't work out there, and now he's at Northern Colorado. This is actually the second guy in a row that Northern Colorado is going to hitch their wagon to that was once upon a time an elite 11 quarterback that's sort of on his last chance. What would you think of just hearing his story, though, and, and what was sort of your perspective on Jacob Sermon? How about give an impact, at least from just reading his his body language and his confidence? How, what do you just think of this scenario there at UNC? Yeah, well, that's what was so impressive about him. I mean, he was he was fully willing to talk about everything that, that you just mentioned. I mean, a guy who was one of the hottest quarterback recruits in the country, Went and and it didn't work out for him at a, at a power five, and then didn't work out for him at Central Michigan. He was fully willing to talk about it, and he was fully willing to acknowledge. You know, I let what other people thought of me define me, and I I measured myself by the stars that I had in high school, and that was the wrong way to go about it. And it took him a, a long time to gain that perspective, right? But I thought that he was 
he carried himself very well. He talked very intelligently about that journey that he went on from Washington to Central Michigan and now to Northern Colorado, and he talked very intelligently about the way that his perspectives changed, the way that his values changed, um, the way that his, his life has changed since he was a, a hotshot quarterback recruit in high school. So I was, I was super impressed with him. We'll see what that means on the field, but certainly um, a guy who I enjoyed talking to. Montana Football Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications, here on Nuanas Now. Andrew Houghton coming to us live from Spokane, Washington. The Big Sky kickoff today, this morning. And uh, that means football season is officially underway. We can't wait. We're going to have a huge, huge slate of content coming up for you leading up to football season. We're going to have as many of the high school football coaches on from around the state. We'll also give you as, as much previews of the fall sports uh, outside of football as we possibly can. We'll be having content coming out of this Big Sky kickoff. Pretty much every nuance is now all the way up until the uh, season opening weekend. Their Labor Day weekend, September 2nd. The Grizz open up in Missoula against Butler. And the Cats open up in Bozeman uh, against uh, Utah Tech. So it, it's, it's closer than you think. And today is sort of the official commencement of it. So we're excited uh, for all of that. Uh, Andrew, the, one of the other pieces of low-hanging fruit, but that's just an, such an obvious storyline coming out of, coming into this Big Sky Conference kickoff is that close to half the room when it comes to the coaches are new. And it was a totally interesting experience a couple years ago watching Brent Vegan at his first Big Sky kickoff because Vegan is sort of from the, the area. I mean, he's a North Dakota guy who played at North Dakota State. So it's not that far away from Montana State. But he had no previous ties to the Big Sky Conference. It was so funny listening to the interviews you were doing because half the time somebody would come by and, and say hi to somebody else. And, you know, I mean, Bobby Houck got interrupted by multiple people. I think A.C. Patterson was there to say hi to him. I know Barney was sitting there saying what's up. Bruce Barnum from Portland State. Marty Mornaweg was yelling from across the room, too. So there is sort of this, like, fraternity where everybody knows each other. But sometimes, though, when the guys are from outside the fraternity, it's just so interesting to observe them here. That said, so many of the guys that are the new head coaches in this league, like Ed Lamb, like you mentioned, in Northern Colorado, he's been to one of these before. He's been to several of them when he was at Southern Utah. Andy Thompson's never been to one of these before, but he's certainly a guy that's super familiar with the Big Sky Conference. Now that he takes over at Sac State. So just what did you think of that dynamic? How were the, the first-year head coaches uh, sort of in their first time all uh, conglomerating together? Yeah, the majority of those guys you wouldn't have even been able to tell. As you mentioned, of course, Amy Thompson's been around it. Ann Lamb certainly has been around it. But, you know, Cody Hawkins has been around it. He knows what to expect. He's got a ton of connections in the room. All of those guys, it, it felt like they'd been there for, for five or ten years, you know, walking around the room, handshaking, backslapping, chatting with the guys. The one that I was really excited to observe, uh, was Mickey Mental at Weber State, and I just, it seemed a lot like Weber State in previous years, but they just seemed uh, cool, confident, collected, all of those things, uh, professional, knew what they were doing, um, so so a guy who was not as connected into the flow of the room, but certainly a guy who handled himself well. I was impressed, really impressed with Coach Mental when he came on the show. If you want to find that, you can check it out. Uh, Mickey Mental on the Nuanas Now podcast, or you can find uh, that interview as well 
on the Big Sky Breakdown, we, we can uh, sort of put together all of the uh, – we've had all five of the new head coaches in the Big Sky on the show over the last you know five or six months. So we put all of those interviews together and then gave you some analysis about each of those five programs and sort of the – either the rebuild or the reload stages that each one is in as they go into their first seasons under their respective head coaches. Andrew Houghton joining us here on Nuan is now ESPN Radio. It's the Montana Football Hour. Got some sound bites coming up, and we're going to keep rolling on this with Andrew uh, in hour number two as well. Uh, he'll he'll join us to lead the second hour here on Nuan is now. But quickly, uh, more than just the vibe, there's news that comes out of this as well. And uh, the first piece of news that came out last night was the announcement of the offensive and defensive preseason MVPs. As we voted and as we broke it down pretty extensively here on this show, the preseason offensive MVP was Hayden Hatton of the University of Idaho and the preseason defensive MVP, Winston Reed of Weber State, uh, outstanding linebacker there for the Wildcats. In terms of the uh, the rest of the all-conference team, I thought it was uh, striking, Andrew, that uh, our ballots, first of all, our ballots were very similar to each other. We did a whole podcast on this, and we only had a few delineations. Mostly we were voting for the same guys at the same spots. And our ballot also almost looked exactly like what the actual teams were. I was going through, and I think we only had three or four uh, guys that weren't, that I, I think each one of us picked maybe three or four guys that didn't make it, or there was three or four guys that made the team that we didn't vote for. Other than that, pretty much uh, of the, you know, Dozens of guys on this team. We voted for every single one of them. I think that says something just about the league, the consistency of the league, and but also just sort of the awareness of of players in the league. What did you think of just sort of the the conformity of the of the uh, preseason all conference teams? Well, I think it says a lot about the level of talent that's in the league. I mean, there are a lot of positions in the league where it's obvious who should be who should be the first team guys. I mean, you can you can put it in pen for guys like Hayden Hatton. In fact, I think all three receivers, Hayden Hatton and Eston Chisholm III and Jermaine Jackson, I mean, I thought it was obvious that Marshall Martin was going to be the first team tight end. I think uh, the guys that we go down checking off on the defensive line, Governor and Valdez and Grevy, I just think there were a lot of, there were a lot of established guys in the league who showed really well last year. And I guess the only thing that would be surprising is that so many of those guys are, are still in the league this year. There wasn't movement out of the league. Those guys didn't hit the transfer portal. But I, I think that says something really impressive about the coaching staff, the programs in the league that they're bringing back, those kind of write-it-in-pen first-team all-conference guys. The uh, We're going to get to the polls here in just a second. We'll also hash out the polls in hour number two. But there's been a lot of talk. I mean, there's always a lot of talk about the Montana Grizzlies. The talking points right now, though, are how do the Grizz bounce back after a disappointing season, but also how do the Grizz replace a bunch of great players that graduated off of last year's team, including three All-Americans on defense in Patrick O'Connell, Robbie Houck, and Justin Ford, as well as Blake Flowers, who was arguably the greatest kick returner in Grizz and Big Sky Conference history, certainly one of the great kick returners uh, in the league's history. So there's been a lot of talk about what the Grizz don't have. What the Grizz still do have, though, even though they lost three All-Americans off their defense, was two dudes who landed on the uh, the preseason All-League team defensively, Alex Gubner and uh, Levi Janicaro, and then uh, a, a couple other guys that landed there as uh, on the special teams, and Junior Bergen, the top punt returner in the league, as well as Trevin Gradney, who was the, uh, the special teams ace pick there as well. So, uh, interesting, man. I mean, you look at the preseason polls. I, I, we were talking about this uh, this morning when these first came out. 
Montana picked third in the media poll, and they got two first-place votes, but picked sixth in the coaches' poll, which is where they finished a year ago. But but I would be willing to bet that it's been it's been a really long time since Montana was voted outside of the top five in the preseason poll and got no first-place votes in the coaches' poll. It's been a really long time. So uh, I don't know. It's sort of a dichotomy here, right? On one hand, the Grizz did have a disappointing year a year ago, and they have a lot of work to do, but also – they got still some of the best players in the conference, and that's a testament to the guys that landed on the uh, the preseason All-League team. Yeah, definitely. I think that Montana's in a really interesting place coming into this season and sort of the uh, the dichotomy of where they were ranked in the media and coaches' poll showed that, right? I think that, that one thing that's always heavy in the room at the Big Sky Conference kickoff is the expectations, and, and that's where you can gauge, you know, who's feeling good, who's got a lot of pressure, what are the expectations for all of these teams? And it was so interesting to see Montana be probably the, the third most uh, most coveted interview behind Montana State and Idaho. Just the level of expectations for the Grizz compared to from last year to this year, you could feel it in the room. I think that's good for the Grizz, and we can talk about where they ended up in the coaches' poll. I just think that they're always going to have that talent on defense. And, uh, you know, Levi Janicaro, a guy who's a little bit of a, a legacy pick trading on the Montana name there. He had a really good season last year. But I think if you look statistically at the list of linebackers, he's a, he's a borderline preseason all-conference pick. I think the weight of the Montana uh, jersey and, and logo gets them onto that team. That's important. I was more um, interested in, in what they got on the offensive team. I mean, Hunter McGinnis is a guy who we thought was going to be on there. We still need to see the rest of the guys emerge. I think they have a bunch of potential all-conference guys on offense. None of them that you can put on the preseason team, though. So there's still a gap there between potential and production on offense. Joining us now, ESPN Radio. It's our Montana Football Hour. Andrew Houghton coming to us live from the Big Sky kickoff. More with Andrew in hour number two. But we're going to take a break. We'll give you more of a rundown of the preseason polls. The Bobcats are picked to win it by both the coaches and the media. Brent Vegan had a lot to say about the motivation of his football team throughout this offseason. Idaho's the Cinderella. That's who everybody's sort of wanted to take to the next dance. How the Vandals handle expectations. We'll hear from both Brent Vegan and Jason Eck, plus a little bit from Bobby Houck next. The Montana Football Hour rolls on. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is 
that people have bad days and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. We get a lot of great shows here in Missoula. But I gotta say, what an experience it was last night to be out at the Kennel House Amphitheater, not only with uh, you know, I mean, more than half a dozen, probably 10 guys that I've been friends with since I was a, a kid, since first grade. That in itself is a, is a great thing to celebrate. But then to be at a venue that's fully sold out, 3,500 people there at Incubus last night. And I've been to a lot of shows out there, and I've, I've seen a lot of acts. And Missoula loves live music for sure. And live music, live musicians, they love coming to Missoula. I don't know if I've ever seen or been to a show at the amphitheater in which the crowd sang every word of every song from start to finish. It was one of the greatest, most fun nights I've ever had. I couldn't believe how much uh, I enjoyed myself. And uh, any and everybody I saw there, I know you enjoyed yourself too. What a great night it was uh, out there along the banks of the Blackfoot River. Welcome back to On Is Now, ESPN Radio. We're Coming off of my most fun weekend of the year. And guess what? We're right into the most fun season of the year. It's football season. The Montana Football Hour with all sorts of coverage coming out of the Big Sky Conference kickoff. Andrew Houghton will join us to lead hour number two. But here's uh, some of the news of the day. Here's how the preseason poll played out for both the coaches and the media. In the coaches poll, resounding favorites, Montana State Bobcats. They got 10 out of the 12 first place votes in the coaches poll. But number two... UC Davis, a lot of people really high on UC Davis. Miles Hastings, the quarterback, he's coming back after a first-team all-conference season uh, last year as a sophomore. And Davis had a really tough start to the year last year, but then they really surged down the stretch. So the coaches are high on Davis. They're second in the coaches' poll. Sac State, third. So the other two first-place votes went to UC Davis and Sac State. Montana State gets 10 of them. Weber State comes in at fourth in the coaches' poll. Idaho, fifth. Montana, sixth. Eastern Washington, 7th, Portland State, Northern Arizona, the Northern Colorado, Cal Poly, and Idaho State. In the media poll, there was, let's see, let's do some quick math here. There was 38 total voters. 26 votes went to Montana State to win the league, so they're the resounding favorites in the media poll as well. Idaho picks up eight first-place votes, so a little bit of a dichotomy there. Uh, The Vandals, second in the media poll, fifth in the coaches' poll, so maybe the media hype going a little ways. Montana picked up two media votes, and they were third in the media poll. Sac State picked up three first-place votes. They were fourth in the media poll. The media then had UC Davis at five and Weber at six. So that's, uh, you know, Weber a little bit, uh, the the media a little bit less on Weber, a little less on UC Davis, a little higher on Idaho compared to the coaches. And then seven through 12 was identical uh, between the uh, coaches and the, uh, the media Eastern Washington, Northern Arizona, Portland State, Northern Colorado, Cal Poly, and Idaho State. The Cats, though, certainly continue to be one of the stories in the league. The Montana State is in the midst of, I think you could argue, the greatest run of the greatest run of sustained success in their program's history. Montana State does have three national championships: an NAIA national title won in 1956, a Division II national title won in 1976, and then their lone FCS title won in 1984. But that 84 title, it was bookended by a whole bunch of losing. And then came the Earl Solomonson era, which was unsuccessful. And then the Cliff Heisel era, which was mediocre. 
Then Montana State got it rolling a little bit under Mike Kramer and Rob Ash, but it's been since Jeff Choate took over that the Bobcats have really taken it to the stratosphere. And, and now here they are working on a run of three straight semifinals. Uh, they've been to the national championship game once during this span. And over the last two years since Brent Vegan took over, they're 24-4 and overall. And last season they went undefeated in the Big Sky, won the league for the first time in 10 years, and they made it to the national semifinals. But they got pounded by South Dakota State. Here's Montana State head football coach Brent Vegan on his team's expectations coming into this year and how that loss last year in Brookings motivated his squad. Do you handle expectations any different this year, especially compared to, to last year? You had great playoff runs both of those years, obviously. Does that evolve as you guys as you guys grow? How you handle the expectations? Yeah, I think I think we got a group that understands that you better show up uh, consistently each day, each week. Um, you better not take anything for granted. I think the way it ended for us last year. Um, was humbling enough to be able to go into the offseason and really work. And, you know, our guys uh, want to achieve big, but at the same time they know getting to play in December is something you have to earn. Uh, so, you know, what we've done since that game in Brookings um, is work real hard. You, you, you try it, you, know, you look hard at the pieces that you have lost your going to be the guys that step up, who's capable of stepping up, and then, you know, really allow your team to take shape uh, over the months leading up to now, and now the fun part is we get to see it play out at the practice field, and looking forward to that. Yeah, so one of the things that was so great about covering the FCS level before this sort of influx of the transfer portal and all this, uh, this extended eligibility and all these different factors was... A lot of times as a team gets better and better, then they sort of hit this brick wall, but that's sort of the new barometer for success. And then you see teams then kick down that wall. And Montana State has been knocking on the door, but they've ran into a brick wall against the Dakota schools over the last several years. Got pounded in Fargo three times in a row in the playoffs, including uh, in the national championship game in 2021. Also got run off the field in Brookings last year after having such a great season. So I think that Montana State has an interesting perspective as the overwhelming favorites in the Big Sky this year, but also as a team that looked to be quite a ways away from the last couple squads that are standing in their way. So certainly be interesting to see how Montana State embraces the expectations and also if they can embrace the expectations and also um, how much that hunger because of their most recent loss to South Dakota State uh, lingers and, and motivates them. I think the University of Idaho, one of their biggest challenges coming into this year is handling the hype. They had a ton of hype with a new head coach last year in Jason Eck, but they also had, I mean, they were playing with house money. There was no no real expectations because it had become so sort of torrid and uh, stale under Paul Petrino. Eck had a lot of rope. He had a lot of leeway. And then he goes out and defies everybody's predictions and makes the playoffs. And Idaho was one of the darlings of the league last year. Well, now there's a couple media outlets in the around the country that have Idaho as a top five team. The media in the Big Sky Conference also high on the Vandals picking them second, but the coaches got them fifth. I think one of the biggest challenges for the University of Idaho is how do they handle those expectations? Andrew Houghton asked Jason Eck about exactly that. 
Here with Coach Jason Eck, Idaho, pick number two in the in the media poll. Coach, I just wanted to ask, how different has it been this year at, at this event, the expectations and, and handling that? Uh, you know, it's exciting. It's, it's good to have higher expectations. You know, I think uh, it's neat to be in a program just like, you know, Montana, Montana State have had all those years where expectations are really high and uh, the fan base is excited going into the season. So, uh, you know, I think it's exciting. I think it's uh, a challenge that we got to embrace because we're not going to sneak up on anybody, and I think everybody's going to be excited to play Idaho this year, which uh, maybe hasn't been the case over the last few years. Uh, so it's a uh, it's going to be a challenge, but it's a good challenge. It's something you want your program to grow into. Does it reflect in, in the confidence of you guys as well? Uh, you know what? I, I think you know, I think confidence is a lot of a choice You know, in how we did it. I think we did a good job last year of uh, you know, we were picked low, but we still kept our confidence and developed our confidence of our team throughout the year. So you know, we can't uh, just feel good because we're picked higher this year. You know, we got to put in the work. We got to put in the work and have a great training camp to keep growing as a team and keep building to get ready for the first game. So you can't uh, you can't pat, pat yourself on the back for being picked higher because uh, what really matters is those final standings of where you are at the end of the season. Giovanni McCoy broke out last year in your first year. What are you looking for from him this year? What are the difficulties uh, now of following up? What was a great freshman year? Uh, what have you thought about him this summer? Uh, I think he's continued to grow. Uh, one thing we really challenged him to do is grow in his leadership. Uh, he's a little bit of a quieter guy by nature, but uh, he's done a great job in that. I think he's embraced that. Uh, voted captain by his teammates. I think that shows you the respect he has in the locker room. Uh, and I, I think the message to Vani is... Uh, Continue with the process that led you to be a good player last year. You know, don't force things. Don't uh, don't try to create big plays out of thin air. You know, just take what the offense uh, allows itself. Take what the defense has given you. We have a lot of great playmakers and weapons to get the ball to. We don't need to force things. Uh, we don't need to try to make great plays. You just make make the plays that come to you through the offense, and the great plays will come. Giovanni McCoy coming off of his Jerry Rice Award-winning freshman year was the preseason All-League quarterback for the University of Idaho, Anthony Woods. The running back also lands on the preseason uh, All-League team, as does Hayden Hatton, a wide receiver who was also the preseason MVP, and Jermaine Jackson, who's a uh, stud receiver and kicker turner there for the Vandals. So you're talking four guys on the the preseason All-League offense. Pretty darn good embarrassment of riches there uh, at Idaho. Defensively, I think that there's a whole bunch of guys that have elevated opportunities in front of them and that could become bona fide stars in the league. I think one of the guys, though, that is already a star is the big man in the middle at Montana, Alex Gubner. I think he's one of the best players in the league. And guess what? His head coach agrees. Here's Bobby Houck on one of the best interior defensive linemen in the conference. And then the other guy I wanted to ask you about individually, a guy who uh, made the preseason all-conference list this morning, uh, Alex Gubner, a guy who we've loved watching for uh, a couple years at Montana. How's he looking heading heading into the season? Well, he looked, Gub looks good. Um, he had to have, uh, uh, he had some health problems coming out of the season, so he didn't do much in the, in the spring, um, which is fine, um, but he's, he's 100% ready to go, and uh, he'll have a big year. I mean, everybody's likes their guys. Um, I love my guys. In fact, I, I think I think Gubb's the best defensive player in our conference. Strong words from Bobby Howe. Here's the thing. Coach Howe doesn't say stuff like that unless he absolutely means it. We got so much more to get to, including the fact that both the Montana schools have a couple of the best offensive fronts in the league and 
Got a good interview with Trajan Cotton, a senior for the University of Montana. The Montana Football Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications, the official digital sponsor of both Grizzly and Bobcat Athletics. It rolls on right after this. Keep it right here. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. I was trying to think, because last night, certainly, uh, watching Incubus at the amphitheater was one of the great concerts I've been to. Circumstances played into it. You know, having my brother and a bunch of my other great longtime friends there certainly played into it. Uh, the time and place in, in my life as well. But I was also just thinking about other great shows. And uh, when I saw Dwight Yoakam at Snoqualmie Casino with my family, including my dad, uh, back in 2010... It's a special memory of mine for sure. And uh, today's the 10th anniversary when my dad passed away. So uh, always thinking of him. And uh, I know he's watching. I know he's listening. And uh, we do it for you, man. Want to make you proud. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. The Big Sky kickoff in uh, Spokane, Washington today. But I'm coming to you from the ESPN MT studio here uh, in Missoula, Montana, Andrew Houghton is on the ground there in Spokane. He'll join us again for the second hour uh, right off the top. we got to keep rolling through some of these uh, sound bites. First and foremost, I do think that the offensive line play in the league should be at a high level, one of the highest levels it's been at in the last 10 years. I think a part of that is because the Cats have the best offensive line in the league, and I think Montana has a very, very good offensive line for the first time in a really long time. I also think Sac State is great up front. I think... Uh, Weber State is great up front. I think UC Davis is great up front. I think we, uh, I think Weber State could be pretty darn good up front as well. Oh, excuse me, I already said Weber. Uh, Idaho also, I think, could be very good up front as well. What do all those teams have in common? They're all playoff contenders. If you got a great offensive line, you can compete at the national level. So we asked, Andrew Houghton asked, the head coaches for both Montana and Montana State about their offensive fronts. We'll start with Bobby Houck. Has the offensive line embraced sort of being the, the building block of the team? Is it a good place to start, right, bringing all those guys back? Have they, have they embraced being, being that? Well, you know, I hope everybody at every position's embraced that. I mean, you can count on me. Uh, but, yeah, certainly I, I think our offensive line will have no problem saying, hey, you can count on us. We're going to get this job done. And uh, as I said, I, I hope everybody on the team can look around to his right and his left and around the locker room and say, hey, you can count on me to get my job done. And on the Montana State side of things, I thought the Cats did an unbelievable job last year. They had to replace an offensive line that lost All-American Lewis Kidd and All-Conference uh, guard Taylor Tuiasa-Sopo. The offensive front also lost TJ Session, who transferred to Cal. Connor Wood was a guy that should have been a senior last year, but he also transferred out. He transferred to Missouri. Zach Red hung up the shorts. He hung up the cleats, decided to not play his last year. So with an entirely new starting lineup, Montana State still set a school record for rush yards in a season with a whole bunch of guys that were freshmen and sophomores. Well, now those guys are a year older. J.T. Reed and Rush Reimer both landed on the, the preseason All-League team. Uh, Reimer expected to be a, a tackle and uh, Reed expected to be a guard. I also think Justice Perkins has a chance to be an all-conference player there at Montana State as well. Marcus Weir. I, I mean, I think all the guys on Montana State's offensive line could be uh, all-conference-type candidates. And uh, part of that's just because of the offense that they run. Part of that's because of their execution of it. Here's what Brent Vegan had to say about his offensive front. When you came over there, I don't know how good you thought your O-line was, but it seems like, I mean, I was at the Cat Grizzly last year. 
you have two scoring drivers without the benefit of a forward pass. So, so obviously that group has been pretty solid. How, did you see any issues when you came across? And did you bring something with you from Wyoming or any issue? That yeah, well, I, I certainly have belief in our offensive success with start with that, that group's ability. But, you know, if that ability has some limitations, we, we want to stay away from them. If they have things we can highlight, we need to highlight them. Like in, in the transition last year, we had lost, you know, really three to four starters after my first year. Uh, we were more athletic just as a group. We weren't maybe as big, but we were more athletic. So let's really highlight that athleticism. And I think we did that a little bit with our our shift in our run game um, last year. And now I hope beyond that athleticism, we are bigger and stronger too. So, you know, if we have to go purely toe-to-toe, we can, we can do it. But maybe the biggest thing in, in my previous experience at Wyoming and NDSU is that you better have the mindset that your success on offense starts there. And then figure out what they do the best. And that can change year to year. It certainly can sometimes change week to week within your season. But uh, you want a group that embraces uh, their responsibility to, to be the, the group that's leading it. And I think we have that. And, you know, the dynamic that changes this year is we have a new online coach. And I'm really pleased with how that changes uh, went. And, you know, we'll see where we can take it this year. Certainly one of the most underrated losses in the league. Brian Armstrong, the longtime offensive line coach there at Montana State, took a new job at Fresno State. So uh, certainly an elevated opportunity for him. But big shoes to fill. But Al Johnson, uh, good return so far, the new offensive line coach there uh, for the Bobcats. And I do think that I harp on it all the time. I probably sound like a broken record, but certainly I think that football and success in football starts in the trenches, especially at the FCS level, because of the teams that have dominated this subdivision for so long, namely North Dakota State, but also including South Dakota State as well. From the offensive line to the defensive backfield, it's the Montana Football Hour here on Nuanas Now. Thanks so much for kicking it with us, presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications, the official digital sponsors of both Grizzlies and Bobcat Athletics. Speaking of the Grizz, Trajan Cotton, one of the most interesting guys for the Montana football team. A guy who's been on the show several times and is just a really fun guy to talk to because he's just so smart and quick-witted. He also has big expectations for his senior year. Andrew Houghton caught up with the Grizz defensive back earlier today at the Big Sky kickoff in Spokane, Washington. I think here with Trajan Cotton, defensive back for Montana, an experienced guy for Montana this year, joining us at the Big Sky kickoff in Spokane. Uh, Trajan, just um, I think the big thing for me this year is the expectations around this team. Where are they this year, especially compared to last year? You guys came in last year with a lot of hype. Is, is it better this year? Um, I feel like the, the standards and the expectations that we have for ourselves really don't change. Honestly, I feel like because every year we come in trying to win a Big Sky championship, trying to win a national championship and that's the goal again this year as it was last year what was it like at the, the end of the year last year you guys uh you, you you won a playoff game and then and then you went to north dakota and talking about the expectations that you guys have it's not the way you wanted to end the season what was it like coming back after after that playoff loss uh of course it, of course it hurt it hurt we feel like we were in that game a lot of that game probably to that third quarter and then uh we kind of things kind of we kind of let go you know a little bit so it hurt uh, knowing that 2021 JMU kind of knocked us out this year in North Dakota State, so we've, play, we've been playing some real powerhouses, but at the same time, you know, we feel Montana is at that level as well. So we, we we know we have to make steps to improve consistently to get on that level. 
You're a guy now who's been here for for, for several years. What have what have you seen change, um, particularly coming into this season from last year? Because you sort of have that perspective now. Uh, well, the things that's changed, I feel like we we kind of kind of went all the way back to step one. We were trying to really just refine things and really trying to do step by step detail. We we kind of digged into detail with certain defenses that we ran and uh, certain stunts that we've been running as well. Uh, Coach Bradford, of course, is a new DC, so he's been kind of tweaking it a little bit to uh, kind of fit the personnel that we have. So um, I just think that we've been making those little adjustments that's kind of going to help us in the long run. That's the one that I was hoping you were going to mention because that's sort of the big headline change for defense with Ronnie Bradford moving to defensive coordinator. Of course, the guy who you worked with as a a position coach, um, but what have been your impressions now of of Ronnie Bradford moving to defensive coordinator? Of course, I I love it. He's a safeties coach, so you know, I got my coach is a DC, so um, hopefully he's he sends some blitzes, but um, but yeah, it's been great. Uh, Coach Bradford has a fun coaching style. He, he's kind of he's stern, of course, but at the same time on that football field, he he just wants the best for you, and he wants you to just be you and play and uh, be the player that you want to be and that that's going to help Montana be successful. Trajan Cotton, defensive back for Montana, joining us here at the Big Sky kickoff. Uh, Trajan, you mentioned the guy who plays safety. You can play corner. You moved around the defense. What are we thinking about the secondary coming into this year? Of course, you're replacing Robbie Houck at the back end, uh, but you've also got yourself as well as some other guys coming back. Uh, Garrett Graves and Asfouch. Corbin Walker at corner. Uh, it must be nice to be coming back with all those guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. I played with Fauci for two years. I played with Garrett for two years. So the camaraderie is already there, you know. So we, we just kind of got to really take charge now. Uh, Fauci's kind of probably my side into that grist position, and he's doing he's doing a great job at it. Um, I feel like we have a lot of leadership in the secondary. Uh, we we kind of make the checks and adjustments when the motion happens and things like that. Uh, Corb, Corb is looking great as well, and we're just really just trying to develop our young talent. We're trying to let them know that, hey, we need you this year. Uh, it's your time. We have a lot of seniors. So, you know, especially next year, like, you know, they have to be ready and prepared. So I feel like we're just really trying to bring bring up the next the, the next man up, and uh, we're just trying to be great. <laughs> it's also a position where you guys have brought in a lot of transfers, and Jelani Warren just joining the team from UCLA. You're, of course, the guy who, who went through that, transferring over to Montana from Oregon State. What's it been like watching other people now follow that same path come in and, and have new guys coming in every year? Yeah, it, it, it's funny because like they kind of gravitate to me. Like they kind of like they see me as a kind of a leader on this team, and they kind of like. So how is Montana? How how really should I move around? And how should what should I expect? And um, so I, I take part in that. I feel like it's an honor that um, I, I can help these young young guys, the transfers, and um, lead them the way and let, let them know. That this is this is different. This is this is you got to really buy into the part of tradition of this program and really to reach to reach the goals that we want to reach. Who should be who should we be looking at at that that corner spot opposite from Corbin Walker? I think probably a lot of guys are going to get a chance at it. But but who are the names from your perspective that we should be watching? Uh, well, there's a lot of guys. I feel like um, Trev 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 had a good camp. Um, RJ RJ kind of moved from the safety position to nickel. I mean to uh, corner. So he's doing good as well. Very athletic. Uh, Robert Whitehead, Jace Klusiewicz, all those guys. Like the corner room is kind of deep right now, and um, I'm excited to see who, who pulls out, who pulls out. Are there any games that you're particularly looking forward to this year? Oh, yeah, those guys right there.
year, man. I, I'm 0-2 against Sac State since I've been here. So, of course, uh, we have to change that. We have to get our course, our, our trophy back from the, those Vandals down there as well. And, of course, uh, I'm 1-1 against State, so we got to we'll at least end it on a winning record. Mm-hmm. Trajan Cotton joining us here at the Big Sky kickoff. Defensive back from Montana, a guy who's been around for a long time. Uh, Trajan, just anything else to add that we haven't talked about that you wanted to mention going into this season? Um, I'm just really excited. I'm excited. I can't. It's the first time I've been excited for fall camp in a while. You know, uh, my senior season, I just can't wait to really go out there with my brothers and really compete and show, show what Montana football is really about this year. There you go, Trajan Cotton. Trajan, appreciate the time, man. Uh, good to hear from you. Good luck this year. Thank you very much. Thank you. And a football hour in the books, but plenty of football talk coming up. Appreciate Blackfoot Communications for their continued support of the Montana Football Hour. Blackfoot Communications is the official digital sponsor of Grizzly Athletics. You can visit goblackfoot.com to see how Blackfoot can help you and your small business. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. More with Andrew Houghton, boots on the ground there in Spokane. We'll also hear from Bobby Houck one more time. And we'll hear from Montana State senior linebacker Nolan Askelson, a full Big Sky Conference kickoff day here uh, on the radio. Appreciate you for hanging out with us on this Monday. Don't change the dial. More nuances now, right after this. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 